Hello friends, welcome to Running and Fitness with Raj. This show will bring you exciting and interesting guests and give you specific and actionable advice on your running, fitness and general health. Before getting into the episode today, I wanted to share with you the exciting news that the podcast now has a website runfitraj.com. That's r u n f i t r a j.com. Please check out the website. Uh, it has all the podcast. It has all the show notes. There is a very useful search function we can, uh, where you can search the various episodes and the show notes. And do send me any feedback or questions uh, that you have. That's runfitraj.com. Our guest today is Vijay Raghavan Bernugopal, who is the co-founder and CEO of uh, Aeronutrix Sports Products. You would know Aeronutrix uh, more in connection with the fast and up brand, which I'm sure uh, many of you listeners would be using and would have used in the past. Uh, Vijay, in addition to being uh, an entrepreneur, is a keen sportsman himself. He has played uh, uh, cricket uh, at the junior level for uh, Kerala. He has, uh, you know, he's nowadays an, a very avid now, uh, runner with a, with a personal best of 202 uh, hours and 54 minutes in the marathon. And uh, he has uh, run marathons all around the world, including Boston, New York, Paris. So I'm absolutely delighted to have this uh, combination of an athlete and entrepreneur with us. So welcome to the show, Vijay. Thank you, Rajagopal. It's a pleasure being on your show. Thank you so much. Okay. Uh, so Vijay, uh, can you just give the listeners a quick uh, background about yourself and uh, how you go? How you got associated with uh, sports nutrition and the journey so far? Yeah, sure. Uh, so I've always been a avid uh, sports buff, if you can say so, right from childhood. So that uh, draws my interest into what I did early in my school life. You know, playing cricket, football. You know, a little bit of track and field, etc. But somewhere in the the journey of your life, uh, you kind of take decisions and you get into academics and more of uh, career and job etc and 20-25 years back India didn't have so many options like today right uh, IPL I think started in 2007 and uh, today you have a mushrooming of leagues a lot of sports management firms and stuff like that uh, so uh, I still did keep in touch with sports but uh, never really played anything competitive post my uh, college or early corporate days. I mean, I still remember that uh, uh, we used to play cricket in Mumbai. Uh, we had the EMERC shield, uh, which used to be played between pharmaceutical companies. And uh, that used to be pretty competitive early in 2000s. But uh, after that, I was never into uh, too much of competitive sports. And it was around the year 2012, I would say, that uh, Facebook and a lot of social media was getting popular at that point of time. And uh, I came across uh, one of those running groups in Pune because I used to stay in Pune at that, at that point of time, 2011 and 2012 beginning. And uh, that's how I got interested in running uh, because what I felt was uh, running actually gave some uh, a measurable kind of yardstick for amateurs and people like us, right? Uh, once you have less competitive sports, you need something... Uh, measurable to see whether you have grown and whether you have achieved something or not. So running was a beautiful sport which gave you those measurable tools right from 5K, 10K to half marathons, to full marathons. So that was how my running journey began, uh, more out of uh, wanting to do something in sports and, you know, uh, getting back to running. And, and that's the journey of everyone, right? Uh, 
But around 2013, I also had uh, moved out of corporate life uh, for whatever reasons and uh, uh, was looking at uh, more of a semi-entrepreneurial kind of uh, career and looking at that. Uh, at that time, I was also involved in uh, finding out what was going on in the running scene and stuff like that. So 2015, uh, we had an excellent opportunity where uh, there was a accumulation of, I would say, of mines, where uh, there was an opportunity to launch Fast and Up in India. And uh, a few of us got together uh, to launch the company Aeronutrix and the brand Fast and Up in India. What uh, helped me was my background in pharmaceuticals, healthcare for almost 13, 14 years. Uh, okay. Plus my business, uh, I mean, knowledge over a period of time. And also uh, the sporting passion and the fact that running was uh, something that I did. So that was how uh, Fastenup Up began. Uh, it was uh, a brand which was launched at a time when there were hardly any options in the Indian running scene. And one of my first uh, interactions uh, when we uh, uh, started this company was uh, related to gels, energy gels. Uh, I mean, you know, whenever Mumbai happens, there's a demand for gels. Uh, I mean, also I'm talking about 2013, 14, 15, that time. And typically what you would do is uh, you would ask some of your friends who go abroad to bring back those GU gels or... In fact, when I was traveling into London, I uh, discovered uh, uh, SIS, uh, which is a wonderful yeah. uh, uh, nutrition company in UK, right? Uh, so when uh, this opportunity came and when I found that Fastened Up had some expertise in energy gels in Europe, uh, because it's a Swiss company at the end of the day, yes. uh, uh, I mean, I was gung-ho and said, uh, why don't we just import energy gels and give it to every runner? So it was easier said than done. At that point of time. So that was a journey, uh, Raj, of fastened up getting along. And I think the last five years, uh, what has happened is uh, my own personal pursuits in running and the professional pursuits of the company have actually uh, been parallel. It has been a, a train journey running uh, where uh, you started on a, in a station and the track and the engine goes in the same direction. Uh, and have discovered a lot of new things. And we are today proud to be associated with uh, almost nine out of the 10 uh, road races in the country, including the Mumbai Marathon, the Delhi Half Marathon, the Bangalore 10K, Calcutta uh, 25K, you know. So it has been a great journey. And uh, obviously, I get uh, associated with uh, uh, people like you and a lot of other people in the running community. So that's an added bonus. Okay, excellent. And uh, today, do you uh, continue with the import model or are you uh, started making some products in India? So this, I mean, only during the early stages of one year, uh, uh, we in fact uh, imported energy gels from outside India. Okay. Uh, a lot of people uh, think that, uh, you know, making a product is so easy, but a lot of people don't understand what goes into it, right? In terms of a lot of capital investment, which has to be done, uh, the, 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 the accuracy or the integrity of the product, the quality of the product, right? So, uh, and also the issue of scaling up. At the end of the day, you don't want to make a gel and give it to 10 of your friends. You need it to be scaled up to all the people. So, uh, after one year, we started making uh, gels in India. Uh, so, we were, uh, I think, the first company in India to actually launch gels in the country, uh, initially in the imported way, and then actually went into indigenous manufacturing. Uh, 
And all the products that we do currently is manufactured in India at our own factory. Okay, excellent. Okay, so can we start with uh, you giving a basic uh, uh, idea of, from your perspective on some of the basic and foundational aspects uh, of the body that uh, you know athletes needs to be aware of? And related to that is, uh, you know, some of the common mistakes that uh, athletes make uh, when it comes to uh, their day-to-day their -day nutrition, uh, energy requirements, uh, and in training, and of course, uh, all of this in uh, racing as well. Very interesting question, Raj. Uh, so I think a lot of us at the amateur level restart sports after a long period of time, right? I mean, we have yes. had a of maybe... 10 years, 15 years, 20 years, etc. The fact of the matter is a lot of us who do practice the sport of running, in fact, mimic how an elite is practicing or training. Just imagine yes. the kind of sessions that we do. Probably we don't do two sessions. We do probably one session, but still we do that, do that session, right? We, uh, we do a scaled down version of what the yeah. elites are doing. Correct. And uh, we, in fact, use the same metrics, same uh, uh, watches, uh, similar kind of shoes that the elites are wearing. Uh, we try to mimic uh, a lot of what uh, the elites are doing in terms of strength and conditioning, etc. Now, uh, when you talk about elites uh, or people who have really practiced sports, they have actually uh, put in years and years of hard work uh, doing sessions, almost two to three sessions every day, right? And here we come in uh, one fine day wanting to run as fast as others could do and get into the mode of running. Um, that's where we need to understand that the foundation, the basics have to be set before we kind of keep stretching ourselves. Now, what do I mean by stretching ourselves? It could be, you know, it could be speed, it could be, you know, uh, distance, it could be uh, strength and conditioning workouts. So the first thing that one needs to do is uh, take it in a very phased manner and not Absolutely. to underestimate any of the peripherals that is associated with running, right? Uh, and it comes through experience, right? Uh, a lot of things. Now, even uh, being a runner, when I started running in 2012, uh, even though I had some uh, history of track and field running, say, in school or whatever, uh, but after 20, 25 years, when you get back to road running, you are still starting as a novice. And it is only in the eighth year that I'm still discovering a lot of things. So today, uh, to be honest, I mean, last week I had a small niggle in my Achilles. Uh, I noticed it uh, in a day and then I had to do a interval workout the next day. I actually stepped back. Absolutely. I didn't do the workout that day. I did an easy run. So these are things that you need to hear and you need to step back. Right. And that comes through a little bit of experience. You know, uh, so the good thing about running today is that uh, you have a lot more professional advice today. Uh, you, I think I'm amazed to see the fact that uh, amateur runners are using nutritionists, are using strength and conditioning uh, trainers, physios, etc., which is a great thing. So we are actually practicing the sport as if it is a very, very serious component of our life. The same should go with even nutrition. Right. I, what I, what maybe we, can, we will talk about it in detail later. But broadly, uh, uh, what I see is that amongst the different uh, pillars of running, 
I often see that uh, a lot of times uh, nutrition is put in a back seat. Nutrition is almost as an almost as an afterthought with uh, so many people. Correct. So uh, you would first invest in your watch, a GPS, great GPS watch. You would uh, then invest, or nowadays you want to get those carbon plated shoes onto your feet. And nutrition is something which you will, you know, be a little bit more skeptical when it comes to spends, etc. In fact, uh, to come to think of it, nutrition goes into your body, and if you don't fuel your body, you're not going to perform. And all of us have uh, jobs, families to take care, etc. So, in fact, we need to nourish and get back into the next day's workouts in a very fast manner. And apart from sleep, which I think is essential, nutrition plays an important role. And nutrition, when I say nutrition, obviously, uh, you know, people do say talk about real food, etc. I think real food is very important, but sometimes that doesn't fulfill your gap, and that is where you know things like nutrition or supplements come into play. So I think uh, in a nutshell, if I have to uh, summarize your broad question that you have asked, uh, uh, I think everyone should take it step by step. Uh, people are uh, practicing all the elements associated, practicing as an elite athlete, uh, but should like uh, listen to your body and take it in a stepwise manner. There are probably going to be limitations. Uh, I mean, it's it's good to say that there are no limitations, uh, but at the end of the day, as an individual, you would have certain limitations which can be unbottled, uh, but it'll go through a process. So be aware of it. Uh, I mean, it's not a T20 match where you need to perform in the in, in the next six months. Like I think uh, we were discussing, it's going to be a journey. And for me, it has been an eight eight year journey. And I, in fact, I'm looking at the next five years. Uh, of where to go to okay so uh, you know you touched upon it and i think it's probably the uh, good time to dive into it so there are essentially when you look at uh, nutrition uh, practices uh, two things right i mean one is the nutrition and the other is the hydration let's take each of them uh, one by one and uh, i think one of the things which is uh, you know, one of the things which overwhelms athletes today is the fact that, uh, you know, as you pointed out, there are, you know, so many good people out there and so many, so much of material available today in terms of, you know, diet and nutrition and supplementation. It is also on the other, other hand, people get lost, like they don't know really where to, where to begin. So can you just... Uh, give us some of the basic uh, diet principles to begin with. So the way I want to go through this is let's talk about diet, then let's talk about, you know, supplements, then let's also talk about uh, hydration. These are the, you know, kind of the three key elements I would like to go through in the next phase of our conversation. No, fine. Uh, I mean, that's, 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 that's an interesting question. I think uh, first and foremost, uh, Raj, uh, the important thing is everyone is trying to solve the same problem. Right, uh, you all want to enjoy running, be healthy, and possibly a lot of us want to keep improving while running. So that's Absolutely. the direction. So I think nobody disputes uh, the direction, and that is very important. Right. Once you understand that direction, now you have to see what you do to get to that place, and that's where I think there are certain differences in approach. Uh, so when you talk about, so you, you in fact, very interestingly divided into diet, uh, then I think supplements and then hydration, right? Yeah. Uh, so I think uh, the easier part is the diet. Uh, 
So diet, no one questions, right? Right from childhood, uh, your parents have told, I mean, our parents have told us to eat well, eat healthy, right? Uh, so fundamental uh, principles of, of our diet would be to eat, eat well, right? Uh, and uh, so there are certain nuances which come into play, like, you know, people are in, going, getting into a, a weight plan uh, or uh, maybe a stronger kind of, you know, diet plan where you need to have more diet. So you have things like, you know, the keto diet, uh, high uh, high carb, low fat diet, or low carb, high fat diet, or whatever it is, right? Or the paleo diet, etc. Uh, but they're all trying to solve uh, some of your problems, right? So there, uh, I would not want to get into the facts. Uh, at the end of the day, uh, the direction is for you to solve a problem. So if a nutritionist is guiding you to solve it through a certain route you will have to experience it and try and uh, uh, sort it out now the only caveat that i would like to give there is uh, there is no gospel truth out there uh, you have to see what works for you and then what you like doing right at the end of the day we don't want to live a life where we don't enjoy what we are doing for the next five years ten years of our life so yeah i mean for, for example you can't eat just uh, boiled vegetables all the all the time i mean one of the you know one of the important part is also the happiness or the you know the mental state and if you if you are forcing yourself to eat foods which you simply don't enjoy day in and day out i don't think it really would serve a purpose yeah it's not probably sustainable uh, so in that sense i think diet is the easier thing uh, but there are certain uh, minor things that people can look out for, which I can tell from my experience. Like being a vegetarian, I think uh, protein content is always something which uh, has been low, uh, right from childhood. So I would ideally like to see if uh, I could get more proteins out of my real diet that I'm eating. I, uh, touch wood, I, I never had a problem in terms of weight, right? Um, so I don't really care about uh, the carbs that I'm eating. In fact, uh, I would like to eat more and more of the carbs, right? Sure. Uh, so I think there are certain nuances which people have to look at. Uh, vegetables and uh, uh, good food is always good because you need macronutrients, which is carbs, fats, and protein. And then you have the micronutrients, which are vitamins and minerals, which is very essential for the cells to function inside the body, right? So both has to be taken care of. And it is, I think, the macronutrients where people have a a lot more diverse opinion because it consists of carbs, fats, and proteins, right? Typically, I think uh, the thumb rule that a lot of people have laid out, which I think broadly I agree, uh, when it comes to endurance running is, or endurance uh, sports, sports. Is, you would probably have a higher amount of carbs, uh, be it 50, 60, 65%. I mean, that number can be debatable. I mean, you're not going to measure that every day, right? But broadly, you would have around 50-60%. And then you would have 20-25% uh, or more of proteins and a little bit of fat. Now, that number can slightly be changed. And I, I believe that uh, Indians uh, have a lot of carbs in any way, right? I mean, we are people that this carbs. So I'm not too bothered about that, that at all. So that's diets for you, right? And uh, my take on diets. Uh, yeah, go ahead. So can I can I just interject? Uh, you know, you touched upon an important point because a lot of our listeners are also vegetarians. So how do you ensure that you are getting uh, 
adequate amount of uh, protein is it all through real food or do you take some supplements like let's say pea protein or whey protein uh, a certain amount like i don't know 30 grams uh, every day or something like that so raj uh, i have toyed with uh, uh, multiple things the protein was a real gap for me so i can really tell you a, a, a story uh, for example that when i go to the gym uh, i find myself not able to lift weights I mean, by nature, yeah. I am not able to. I'm not strong enough, right? Uh, in the days when I used to play, uh, I think under 13 or under 16, I used to see batsmen coming out and you know, at that young age, hitting a powered stroke over long on for a six. Whereas I had to struggle to get those singles and twos and power my way. So power yeah. and strength is a critical thing, and I think it's related to the muscle strength and proteins is important for that, right? and sure. i know even that continues right away uh, right even now that proteins are a problem so i have actually toyed uh, with also eggs so i uh, i'm not averse to eggs so i do supplement my intake apart from the vegetarian food that you eat with eggs but i am not really fond of eggs that i eat five six eggs every day or whatever i mean sometimes i don't really eat now where do i get that extra protein from so typically for athletes uh, broadly they say that your protein intake should be at least uh, uh, equal to in terms of grams should be equal to your body weight so if you are i am 60 kilograms i should at least have 60 grams in fact being an athlete i should be higher than 60 grams so there is no way that i am going to get 60 grams every day so where do you from the regular, from the regular diet i mean uh, i mean you can we can wish for it but i am not a avid eater so there is a problem there also right so i have to supplement it so i am not i'm broadly open to uh, bridging that gap with uh, uh, supplements uh, so i have tried whey i have tried plant protein plant protein because we in fact launched plant protein uh, one month back so i've been more involved with the plant protein side of things recently okay. but broadly i think uh, whatever people wish to take they should uh, look at it so you, one if you're open to taking uh, protein from an external source be it a plant protein or a whey protein as long as your body is uh, adapting to it because i hear that body sometimes i mean they don't like whey protein or because of bloating issues or gastro issues etc uh you could try it out which could bridge your gap and uh, a lot of times i see a change in my own body when i take a, a protein uh, for say a one month period right okay. and uh, a lot of times what i do is i don't do it across the year just because it becomes so monotonous to have a protein shake every every day unless you are a bodybuilder or a you know going to a gym or a fanatic fitness freak or whatever so what i do is uh, specifically when i'm training for a marathon when when the workouts become very strenuous and that's where i feel that the muscles are breaking down i need to recover well i need the strength so that is when i get more involved in a protein supplement so if you really look at it uh, i'm very uh, diligent probably 6 uh, 10 to 16 weeks outside of a full marathon uh, otherwise i'm irregular etc but i think you should try it out uh, have an open uh, there is a place for a protein supplement if you are not really taking enough of proteins in a diet okay understood okay so let's just uh, let's just move on so you gave a you know good overview around the 
nutrition uh, part of it let's jump to supplements i mean obviously protein supplements is one aspect of it but other than that also and especially when it comes to micronutrients mm. there are a uh, you know a lot of supplements uh, out there what is your view and how should uh, you know endurance athletes uh, look at uh, supplements so raj uh, prajapal again uh, it's 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 a open view right i mean everyone has an opinion for it i think that's very good uh, i actually say tell people that uh, first and foremost it is very important to have a open view of supplements that is the starting point the moment you okay. say that supplements are bad that's the end of the discussion i mean you don't even need to go beyond it so the moment you say that supplements are something that is has a place can be looked at and that's when the discussion starts right uh, so I, as i said diet real diet is very important but you don't get everything in your real diet on a day to day basis pre covid uh, we all used to go to work go outside travel etc so many a times you used to skip your meal or you know you used to not eat properly etc so uh, there are going to be gaps in your intake right from micronutrients in fact even to your macronutrients right uh, but a lot of people underestimate uh, the need for micronutrients because it's not well studied or you know well looked after so typically what happens is uh, you go for your annual health checkup or you have a problem right uh, a backache or you know something else which happens and you go to the doctor and the doctor says do a blood test uh, and then you get a list of things where you have a gap on uh, so typically it comes out that 90 plus percent of india is short of vitamin d right yeah there are people yeah. who are uh, short on vitamin uh, b for example right uh, and especially b12 is a deficiency which you see in a lot of vegetarians correct uh, there would be other aspects like certain minerals which uh, you know you are not taking like calcium for example when you used to grow up uh, Uh, i mean calcium used to be something which uh, people used to but take. calcium we used to get a lot through milk right i mean yeah. milk was a- so i'm just saying that there are elements that people need to be aware of now once you have identified that uh, there is a gap in your body right now how do you uh, uh, how do you improve it right uh, for example multivitamins typically what used to happen in india was whenever you fall sick or whenever you are weak etc you go to a doctor and among the five ten things that he or she prescribes would be a multivitamin to be taken right uh, now what we are saying or what we uh, what the trend is 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 happening is that uh, is there a possibility that some of these mul- uh, micronutrients can be had as part of your regular diet if you are eating food great in everything then you don't probably need a multivitamin right but uh, a lot of times you would i mean i miss out honestly i mean i don't i miss out on on real food so i don't get all those uh, micronutrients so i tend to take it right same is with concept like omega 3 fish oil etc there is a science behind it right now the thing is uh, whether you have to live your life with supplements the answer is no as the name suggests it's only supplementation right it is no substitute to what you are eating in as a real food so what my philosophy in life has been and is because that's why i am associated with a nutrition company would be there is a place for supplement and the name suggests it's going to supplement your real diet so use it wisely use it carefully 
and uh, for endurance runners or runners there is a place because there is a muscle breakdown there are bones which are getting uh, stressed out right so there are things that will help prevent uh, breakdown of a lot of things in your body and the body is much more complicated than what we think outside so uh, when we look at a lot of people from um, uh, years back etc uh, they are perfectly fine i mean there there would be outliers in you know even in our community but outliers will doesn't mean that a lot of us will behave the same way so don't base your life on the outliers that are there in the running community or in, in the world in general so decide for you what you need to have so our supplements please be uh, open to it do have it whenever or wherever it, it's really required so if you ask me uh, i like to have a multivitamin uh, i have a omega 3 uh, uh, so these are two things that i typically would like to have and i've ta- toyed with concepts like magnesium you know uh, calcium a little bit Uh, there are there is a space for magnesium in an athlete's life uh, and there are clear rds etc so that's how i take it guys okay uh, that that's quite helpful and uh, uh, the last element of the you know three which uh, you know we laid out was around hydration now the question around hydration i have is very specific one is uh, you know the question is really do you think of hydration as water independently or water with some you know water as a uh, water mixed with something which also serves as a both as an energy source as in it has carbohydrates as well as uh, you know elect- other electrolytes like sodium potassium which uh, you know during a hard workout or a race which supplements you because you know i have had guests like andy blow from precision hydration in the uk a few week back who was quite clear that when it comes to uh, you know when it comes to your water requirements you have to think about it independent of your electrolyte uh, uh, requirements because electrolyte or carbohydrate requirements so i am very curious to know where you stand on that i mean I, again i would say the direction is same for everyone right i mean no one disputes the fact that you need to have water you need to have an electrolyte balance in your system so nobody disputes that uh i think the uh, disagreement is you know uh, how much or when did when do you start having electrolytes and and also how do you administer it because in a know? in a race normally there are people who you see taking let's say salt capsules and uh, water independently right they may take a salt capsule every hour or every 90 minutes and then they just drink water during the race whereas there are some people who take very little water per se but they take a lot of electrolytes which is obviously a mix of water and some you know some some sugar there to give them some energy plus obviously some of the electrolytes like sodium and potassium and uh, so it's very interesting uh, you know it's a very interesting how to think about it and i wanted to know what your take on that is sure so let us split it into a few things right uh, let's talk about water so no one disputes the fact that you don't need water right yeah. uh, so that's an undisputed kind of thing water is essential everyone in fact drink says that you need to have a few liters of water every day uh, even if you are not working out even if you are sitting at home you need to have those so water has its clear benefits in life uh, so there is no dispute to that and i think the fact of the matter is a lot of us are not drinking enough water including me i i am yeah. not one of those guys who drink enough water so i need to drink more water 
and uh, so water no one disputes now uh, even in water uh, i think the element that i find a little disturbing when it comes to running endurance is um, advocacy of not having water during your runs and workouts etc uh, i think it's for everyone to decide what they want to do but there cannot be a blanket rule on not having water right you can test your body in, in on some occasions right or for example if you are training for a a desert run where you don't have access to water then you want your body to be conditioned for uh, runs using less water you, you, yeah using water so those are very specific situations but we are not in a war zone as as runners right we have access to water we have access to water even during your races etc right so even when uh, we had the sub 2 run in say monza uh, the, the first run when they, we had three runners i mean i think the nike team saw that uh, there was one of the runners who, who could run faster if he had a better hydration better electrolyte intake right so it, yeah. so so i think uh, having water is 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 a no brainer according to me right now the question is uh, do you have electrolytes along with water or not right so i i would say there are uh, two elements to it okay uh, one is can i have water in a more fun filled way during the day i'm not talking about specific things maybe yes so that's the concept of uh, say an infused water right uh, yeah what do you infuse it with i mean can i infuse it with things which are required for the body maybe electrolytes maybe uh, so we have these effervescent tabs which which gels well with water so we have things like zinc calcium etc so do we have that maybe yes maybe through the day you could uh, and have have that as an intake right uh, but when you come to specifically things like electrolytes right uh, i am i am of the i am of the belief that uh, electrolyte just water doesn't help for a lot of people right uh, so electrolytes are something that one should actively experiment with okay okay uh, for example uh, when it comes to me as a person uh, i do my runs in the morning and then i have the entire day to work to handle the business etc be with family and the next day i again come to train right and a lot of times i've realized that i'm drained away right in the morning because i probably didn't drink enough water or even if i had drunk drank water i didn't have that electrolyte replenishment into my body right uh, so from that perspective uh, this debate of half an hour one hour i think is very theoretical right at the end of the day uh, if you feel that maybe after half an hour i need those electrolyte please go and have it and, and at the end of the day it is similar to what we used to have i say nimbu pani right uh, yeah okay the, the only the only difference is a sports drink is a formulated drink or, a, or an electrolyte is a formulated drink which hopefully has some research around it which gives your body adequate uh, uh, adequate electrolytes to balance your electrolytes in the body so so what you seem to be indicating is that you are not particularly dogmatic about 
whether you mix it up or whether you take it separately as long as you make sure you are getting adequate amount of water and adequate amount of electron light uh, replenishment uh, i think that's uh, that's what the, the okay the only uh, caveat there would be that uh, there is a science or there is uh, a thought behind why you should have it mixed with water right because it gets into your system and becomes bioavailable faster right okay so when you have a tablet right as a capsule the thing is uh, you may not have enough water uh, around so if it has to break down and get into your system you still need water right okay so ideally uh, that's why you you probably have more uh, water based kind of uh, solutions available before moving on i wanted to request uh, all the listeners to please leave a rating and review on apple podcasts or itunes it will only take you a couple of minutes but it will help the show enormously and help other listeners to discover the show so please do take a couple of moments to go and leave a rating and review on either apple podcasts or itunes if you are using another app which allows you to leave a comment or a rating or review like for example castbox please do that either we also request you to please check out the website runfitraj.com and also if you have any comments or suggestions to please write to me directly at runningandfitnesswithraj@gmail.com you can follow all podcast related updates on instagram at the handle runningandfitnesswithraj or on facebook on the facebook group runningandfitnesswithraj now let's get back to the show the other aspect i wanted to talk about is uh, and this is a little specific to hard training and races which is uh there are people who advocate sticking to real foods like let's say dates and bananas and things like that versus gels now where do you come out uh, in this uh, in this uh, discussion obviously there are clearly some benefits to having real foods the most important probably being that it's something the body is used to day in day out and not specifically to uh, you know running or training uh, so where where do you come out of on this so again it's a very uh, a simple thought process that i have uh, right uh, so real foods one it may be cumbersome to have it during a smaller race right from a track and field to even a half half or full marathon i would say right it's very yeah. difficult to carry that real food the other element uh, that i would wish to think that uh, real food may not have the full fullest of combination as to what one should have right uh, because of that it becomes a little cumbersome when you are doing a shorter race even up to a full marathon right okay and that's the reason why uh, after having trained after having had those the breakfast or the dinner etc the previous night when you want to race during that uh, 30 minutes to 1 hour to 3 hours or 4 hours window you take with you what will give you the best chance of success in a very crisp and concise manner and that's where yeah. you have a concept of water which is there in a hydration table then you might have an electrolyte or a sports drink which is there and obviously people are toying even keto guys of the world are trying toying with different variations of the drink uh, to make them faster and then you have the concept of energy gels right uh, the concept of energy gels is akin to having a banana right at the end of the day 
if you eat a banana, you get a full burst of energy, right? But you can't have 10, 15 bananas on the way, you know, uh, to, to, to do a marathon. So that's where energy gels come in. So uh, broadly, I would say there would be outliers, again, but broadly, it has been proven time and again that all these components are very essential for running a shorter race, right? Now, you asked about real food. A lot of people toy with the real food concept, but I think it's more to do with the ultra marathoners, the longer distances. Now, again, it's very logical, right? When you're doing an ultra marathon, you cannot keep having 20, 30 gels. Sure, uh, fair, having, fair enough. Having an electrolyte or water time and again, you need variety. You need what you need a food that can digest over a four hour, five hour process. Real food takes the time to digest, right? A lot of that. So that is where ultra marathoners, I think, use in a very judicious manner both uh, sports nutrition as well as real food, and that's where this concept comes in. Okay. Now, uh, you know, the other thing I wanted to ask you is the other, you know, areas that Aeronutrix is working on today, which you are, you know, excited about and which you can uh, share some new areas uh, and not just what you are working on, but uh, when it comes to nutrition, hydration in general around the world, what are some of the areas you are getting excited about? So uh, uh, fundamentally, from a from a aeronutrics fastener perspective, uh, we have a range of products, which is sports nutrition, active nutrition, which is daily supplements, etc. We've launched a plant-powered range of products because there's a lot of that aspect coming across the world, going back to nature. Uh, and yeah. we are also excited about launching our kids' nutrition range uh, this month. Okay. So that's something new coming out. But going back to sports nutrition, because that's where uh, this audience is going to be more inquisitive about, is yeah. that right from the start to uh, uh, 2015, uh, we have been super interested in a lot of new things which are happening across the world. Uh, like what? Some examples? So uh, there are good products coming out, uh, say, in Europe or in US. Labs are working out on can I increase uh, say, the wattage of a person, you know, uh, okay. the power of a person, because it works on some cell inside the body, for example. Can I uh, work on seeing if there is an increase in, a, in your VO2 max, for example, All right? Okay. These are very nuanced things which people keep working, working on, right? And uh, just to be clear, these are uh, wattage or VO2 max. You are coming at it from a nutrition perspective. It's a nutrition perspective because uh, okay. at, the, at the end of the day, uh, the body is broken down into cells, right? Yeah. And if you can see how to unleash the power of the cells or make it work in a better way, right? You are able to get the body to behave in a, in, in a far more efficient manner. Very, right? very interesting. I haven't, I haven't heard of people talking about right. Uh, looking at this. So it's very so, nuanced. Yeah. So uh, I think two, two years back, we got excited about uh, a very proprietary uh, salmon protein product. Okay. Uh, made okay. in Iceland, very proprietary, patented, etc. Now, uh, they had done a study uh, on uh, a set of New York marathoners who did a New York marathoners and it actually uh, uh, helped improve timings of people. Uh, by say five minutes or whatever, right? But the challenge for a company like us, uh, unlike a Morton, for example, I mean, Morton is 
doing some uh, i mean great work uh, on the running space right where they are able to do that but the challenge for a company from india would always be how do i sell it at the end of the day uh, 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 if i go to runners runners are only x percentage of the indian population yeah right and uh, even the trend of using electrolytes energy gels or a protein or a, a amino acid based recovery is just recent right now if i go and talk to them that look there is a highly innovative product that can unleash the power it's again going to be a very small segment of the population very very niche product very niche product so that has been one of the challenges for us even though i we keep hearing about a lot of great products out there we are not i mean really able to uh, uh, convert the passion into a reality because uh, probably india is not ready for that or it is a very small minuscule population of people okay so that is where i think we are getting a little uh, uh, limited but i'm sure constrained. yeah constrained okay no but these are some very interesting uh, very interesting thoughts and uh, uh, so and before we let you go a couple of quick questions which i i mean one these are questions i ask of each and every guest uh, obviously i will link to you know your uh, company website products etc in my show notes but from your perspective are there some uh, materials that you would like to recommend to listeners that uh, you use or you like like you know blogs or websites youtube channels maybe other podcasts books of course uh, any any a few suggestions so i think uh, today the problem is also that uh, you have a variety of things on, sure. on, on online and there are some elements which are nice everywhere right but i think the last two years uh, i i think uh, i whatever little i have kind of looked into uh, are uh, two interesting uh, uh, writers authors uh, uh, i i have looked and, and in fact on the sports science side okay i think okay. i'm more interested on the sports science side because they keep coming out with good interesting insights so if i to, if i can name a few of them uh, that would be one is uh, matt fisherald yep i think uh, uh, i mean he he has written up uh, an array of books a portfolio of books uh, a few of them i have read uh, it is very interesting and i think he continues to write a lot of insightful things uh, would be yep. to read uh, i read uh, another sports scientist alex hutchinson uh, who uh, the book i read was endeavor and i think i found it fascinating uh, yeah that concept uh, uh interestingly uh, we have had both matt fitzgerald and alex hutchinson on this podcast oh. so if you if you look at the past uh, past episodes in fact both of them uh, ended up has as a you know two part uh, two part uh, podcast so each of them you know we have had uh, effectively for two podcasts amazing so i think uh, that i'll go back and uh, listen to that uh yeah. then uh, there are a couple of others who have been following on twitter etc which i find a lot of in- insights into is one is steve magnus uh, from yeah. the us uh recently i have actually started following uh, uh i think i, I don't know how, how i can pronounce that word properly his name properly it's ask uh, jonrup uh, or something like that yeah okay uh, uh, so uh, he very insightful things on in fact sports nutrition a lot of things that i uh i uh, uh, come across uh there are a few other uh, people one would like to follow like ross tucker for example is a great uh, okay. 
guide. So these are people that I uh, follow. I think I am more interested in understanding a lot more because I think they bring a more more of a balanced view into things uh, rather sure. than uh, looking at extremes and backed by real science, right? Uh, that's where I think uh, uh, I would really would request people who uh, in, get engaged in discussions to be more data oriented rather than being more uh, you know, experiential uh, uh, in a very limited way. Okay. In fact, I am trying to get uh, Steve Magnus on the show. And you probably would also like, uh, you know, if you haven't checked out uh, Dr. Steven Seiler from Norway, US citizen. He, he we, we had him as a guest, uh, uh, you know, a couple of months back. And uh, he's another very, very, very exciting guy to follow uh, because it's, you know, he's a sports physiologist who has worked with the, you know, gold medal winning Norwegian athletes and all of that. And uh, very science, science based. So it doesn't come with any dogma. But if it works, it works. And, uh, you know, he, he continues to remain at the cutting edge of sports physiology and what works and what not. So that's that's just a suggestion. And then if uh, any of the listeners want to get in touch with you, uh, you know, personally, as well as uh, with Fast and Up for products, etc., what's the best way you recommend? I think they can actually get into the social media on Facebook or on Instagram. I am available there and uh, a private message. Oh, just give us your handles, uh, Facebook. Uh, what's your hand, uh, uh, handle? I'm, I'm really sorry. I'm bad with that. But uh, I think Vijay Raghavan. Okay, I will. I will dig it out. I will link it in the show. I will link it in the show notes. Yeah. So Facebook, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter. Instagram. Are you also on Twitter? I'm also on. Are you Twitter? Also? I'm on Twitter as well. Uh, if it's fast enough, we have again a page, fast enough uh, page, which is very visible on Facebook and Insta. So please do get in touch and. Uh, and both the brand and me personally would like to reply. Obviously, um, I mean uh, that's that's the essence of the entire thing, and uh, it's a two-way learning process. Okay, excellent. So thank you so much, uh, Vijay, for your uh, time. Uh, I think this has been an excellent uh, discussion, uh, and uh, really, really appreciate all the good work you are doing in the in this space. You know, as I can also tell you that as a user of your products, uh, you know, I'm quite happy as I'm sure are so are many of the listeners. And, uh, you know, for those those of you who haven't uh, checked out the product and who are listening to it, I would highly recommend that there is a wide variety of products which you can check up on their website, which I will link to in the show notes. Uh, so thank you so much for your time. Thank you so much, Taj. And uh, have a wonderful, uh, uh, I mean, podcasting uh, sessions in the future as well. It'll be interesting. Thank you. Thank you very much to all the listeners. Please check out the podcast website runfitraj.com. That is R-U-N-F-I-T-R-A-J.com. It has all the podcasts. It has all the show notes. And there is a very useful search function as well. You can reach out to me on my social media handles, which are running and fitness with Raj on both Instagram and Facebook. And you can also email me on running and fitness with Raj at gmail.com. Please let me know if you have any questions or specific guests you would like to see on the show. I also request you all again to please subscribe to the podcast and spread the word. Please also leave a review on iTunes as it will help enormously to grow the show. We will continue to bring you exciting and interesting guests and give specific and actionable advice. Stay safe, stay healthy and till the next show, goodbye.